Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Good morning. This is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Friday, the 22nd of December. And on the Hebrew calendar, it's a special day called the 10th of Tevet or the Fast of Tevet. And it was today in history when Nebuchadnezzar began the siege of Jerusalem, 2 Kings 25.1. Now in the ninth year of his reign, on the 10th day of the 10th month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, came, he and all his army, against Jerusalem camped against it, and built a siege wall all around it. In Babel, God tells Ezekiel of Jerusalem's siege, 880 miles, about 1,416 kilometers away, Ezekiel 24. And the word of the Lord came to me in the ninth year, in the tenth month, on the tenth day of the month, saying, Son of man, write the name of the day. This very day, the king of Babel has laid siege to Yerushalayim this very day. It was also the day when Esther was taken to King Ahasuerus in his royal palace in the tenth month, which is the month Tevet, in the seventh year of his reign. That's Esther 2.16. The fast of the tenth month is also mentioned in Zechariah 8.19. The fast of Tevet, Asara Tevet, is a shorter fast on the Jewish calendar. It lasts from sunrise to sunset. It is one of four similar biblical fast days and commemorates the siege and destruction of Jerusalem and the temple. It has no connection to Hanukkah, despite the fact that it occurs only a week after it. And so today our Torah portion is going to be from Vaigash, which means he drew near. And we'll start with Genesis forty-six twenty-eight through 47, 10. Let's start with blessing God and thanking him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now he sent Yehuda before him to Yosef to show him the way to Goshen, when they came to the land of Goshen, Yosef harnessed his chariot and went up to Goshen to meet his father, Israel. 
As soon as he appeared before him, he fell upon his neck and wept on his neck for some time. Then Israel said to Yosef, At this time I am ready to die after seeing your face in person, for you are still alive. Then Yosef said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds, for they've been men who handle livestock, who have brought their flocks and cattle and everything that they possess. So when Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You must say, Your servants have been men who handle livestock since the time of our youth until now, both we and our fathers, so that you can live in the land of Goshen, because every shepherd is loathsome to the Egyptians. Then Yosef came and informed Pharaoh, My father and my brothers and their flocks and their cattle and everything that belongs to them have come from the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. From among his brothers he took five men and presented them before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? So they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and our fathers. Then they said to Pharaoh, We came to dwell temporarily in the land, since there is no pasture for the flocks that belong to your servants, for the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. So now, please let your servants live in the land of Goshen. Pharaoh said to Yosef, saying, Your father and your brothers came to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best part of the land. Let them live in the land of Goshen. If you know of any capable men among them, make them overseers of the livestock over those that are mine. Then Yosef brought his father Yaakov and presented him before Pharaoh. And Yaakov blessed Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked Yaakov, How many days are the years of your life? Yaakov said to Pharaoh, The days of the years of my sojourn are one hundred thirty years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life. Moreover, the days of the years of my life have not attained the days of the years of the lives of my fathers in the days of their sojourn. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from Pharaoh's presence. That was Genesis 46, uh, verse 28 through 47 and verse 10. Today's portion from the prophets is 1 Samuel chapters 28 and 29. At that time, the Philistines gathered their armed forces to fight against Israel. Achish said to David, You surely know that you and your men must march out with me in the army. David said to Achish, Well then, you know what your, your servant will do. Well then, I appoint you my bodyguard for life, Achish said to David. Now Shmuel had died, and all Israel had lamented him, and buried him in Ramah, his hometown. Shaul had removed from the land those who were mediums and spiritists. 
So the Philistines mustered and came and camped in Shunem. And Shaul gathered all Israel together, and they camped at Gilboa. Now when Shaul saw the camp of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. When Shaul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer, neither by dreams, nor by Urim or prophets. Then Shaul said to his courtiers, Find me a woman who is a medium, so I may go to her and inquire through her. So his courtiers said to him, Behold, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Shaul disguised himself, put on other clothes, and went with two other men. And they reached the woman by night. Then he said, Please conjure up for me a ghost. Bring up for me the one I will name to you. Look, you know what Shaul has done, she said, how he has cut off the mediums and the spiritists from the land. So why then are you setting a trap for my life to get me killed? Shaul vowed to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment will come on you for this thing. Whom will I bring up for you? the woman asked. Bring me up, Shmuel, he said. But when the woman saw Shmuel, she cried out with a loud shriek. Then the woman spoke to Shaul, saying, Why have you deceived me? You are Shaul. Don't be afraid, the king said to her. What do you see? The woman said to Shaul, I see a godlike being coming up from the earth. What does he look like? he asked her. An old man is coming up, and he is wrapped in a robe, she said. Then Shaul knew that it was Shmuel, so he bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. Shmuel said to Shaul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I'm in great distress, Shaul answered. The Philistines are waging war against me. And God has turned away from me. He doesn't answer me anymore, whether by prophets or by dreams, so I called you up to tell me what I should do. Shmuel said, So why ask me, since the Lord has turned away from you and become your adversary? Now the Lord has done for himself just as he foretold through me. The Lord has torn the kingship out of your hand and has given it to another fellow, to David. Since you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not execute his fierce wrath on Amalek, so the Lord has done this to you today. Moreover, the Lord will also give the Israelites who are with you into the hand of the Philistines. Tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. Yes, the Lord will give the army of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. Then Shaul immediately fell full length upon the ground and became so terrified because of the words of Shmuel that there was absolutely no strength in him, for he had eaten nothing all day and all night. Then the woman came to Shaul and saw that he was so agitated, so she told him, Behold, your maidservant obeyed you. I put my life in my hand by listening to your words, which you spoke to me. Please, you too listen to the voice of your maidservant, and let me set a morsel of bread before you, 
so you can eat and have strength to go on your way. But he refused and said, I won't eat. But when his courtiers and the woman urged him, he listened to them. So he got up from the ground and sat on the bed. The woman had a fatted calf in the house, so she hurried and butchered it and took flour, kneaded it, and baked unleavened bread from it. She brought it before Shaul and his courtiers, and they ate. They arose and went that night. Now the Philistines mustered all their armies at Aphek, while the Israelites were camping by the spring in Israel. As the Philistine lords were proceeding ahead of their hundreds and thousands, David and his men were bringing up the rear with Achish. Then the Philistine commanders said, What are these Hebrews doing here? Achish said to the Philistine commanders, No, that's David, servant of Israel's king Shaul. He's been with me today for over a year, and I have not found any fault in him since the day he defected to me until now. But the Philistine commanders got angry with him, and the Philistine commanders said to him, Make this man go back, back to his place you assigned him. He must not go down with us to the battle, or in the battle he might become our adversary. For how would this fellow appease his lord? Wouldn't it be with the heads of our men? Isn't this one David, about whom they were singing in dances, saying, Shaul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? So Achish called David and said to him, As the Lord lives, you have been upright, and your going out and coming in with me in the army are pleasing in my eyes. For I have never found fault with you since the day of your coming to me up to this day. However, the other lords do not approve of you. So now turn around and go back in peace, and you won't be doing anything to displease the Philistine lords. But what have I done? David said to Achish. What have you found in your servant from the day I have been before you to this day? that I shouldn't go and fight against the enemies of my lord, the king. I know, Achish answered, saying to David, you are as pleasing in my eyes as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the Philistine commanders have said he must not go up with us to the battle. So now, rise up early in the morning, you and the servants of your lord that came with you, and as soon as you rise early in the morning, once there is light, leave. So David rose up early, he and his men, leaving in the morning to return to the land of the Philistines. Meanwhile, the Philistines went up to Israel. That was First Samuel chapters 28 and 29. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 67. For the music director, with stringed instruments, a psalm, a song. May God be gracious to us and bless us. May he cause his face to shine upon us, Selah, so that your way may be known on the earth and your salvation among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. 
For you will judge the peoples fairly and guide the nations on the earth. Selah. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its harvest. God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth will fear him. That was Psalm 67. Today our portion from the Apostles is Luke 1, verse 26 through 56. Then in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by the Lord into a town in the Galil named Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Yosef of the house of David. The virgin's name was Miriam. And coming to her, the angel said, Shalom, favored one, the Lord is with you. But at the message, she was perplexed and kept wondering what kind of greeting this might be. The angel spoke to her, Do not be afraid, Miriam, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and you shall call his name Yeshua. He will be great and will be called Ben Elion. The Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father. He shall reign over the house of Yaakov for all eternity, and his kingdom will be without end. Miriam said to the angel, How can this be, since I am not intimate with a man? And responding, the angel said to her, The Ruach HaKodesh will come upon you, and the power of Elion will overshadow you. Therefore the Holy One being born will be called Ben Elohim. Behold, even your relative Elisheva has conceived a son in her old age, and the one who was called barren is six months pregnant, for nothing will be impossible with God. So Miriam said, Behold, the servant of the Lord, let it be done to me according to your word. And the angel left her. Now in those days, Miriam got up and quickly traveled into the hill country to a town in Yehuda. So she entered Zechariah's home and happily greeted Elisheva. When Elisheva heard Miriam's greeting, the unborn child leaped in her womb, and Elisheva was completely filled with the Ruach HaKodesh. She then cried out with a great shout, saying, You are blessed among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Who am I that the mother of my master should come to me? For even when I just heard the sound of your greeting in my ear, the unborn child leaped in with joy in my womb. Blessed is she who trusted that there would be a fulfillment of those things spoken to her by the Lord. Then Miriam said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit greatly rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with care upon the humble state of his maidservant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done a great thing for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is from generation to generation to the ones who fear him. He has displayed power with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. 
He has brought down rulers from thrones and exalted humble ones. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering his mercy, just as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Miriam stayed with her for three months and returned to her home. That was Luke 1, verses 26 through 56. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 2 Corinthians 8 today also. We are actually going to add some special readings that are normally read in the afternoon of this day. And so the first one is Exodus 32, 11 through 14. And so this is a passage pertaining to the fast day of the 10th of Tevet. Then Moshe sought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why should your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you have brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say, He brought them out to do evil, to slay them in the mountains, and to annihilate them from the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath and relent from this destruction against your people. Remember Avraham, Yitzchak, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they will inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the destruction that he said he would do to his people. The next passage is from chapter 34 of Exodus, and it is verses 1 through 10. The Lord said to Moshe, Carve for yourself two tablets of stone like the first ones, and I will write upon them the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Be ready by the morning. Come up to Mount Sinai and present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. No one is to come up with you, and do not let anyone be seen throughout the entire mountain. Even the flocks and herds must not graze in front of that mountain. So he carved two tablets of stone like the first. Then Moses rose up early in the morning, went up onto Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand the two tablets of stone. Then the Lord descended in the cloud, stood with him there, as he called on the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth showing mercy to a thousand generations, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, yet by no means leaving the guilty unpunished, but bringing the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Then Moshe quickly bowed his head down to the earth and worshipped. He said, 
If now I have found grace in your eyes, my Lord, let my Lord please go within our midst. Even though it is a stiff-necked people, pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your own inheritance. Then he said, I am cutting a covenant. Before all your people I will do wonders, such as have not been done in all the earth or in any nation. All the people you are among will see the work of the Lord, for what I am going to do with you will be awesome. That was um, Exodus 34, 1 through 10. And now we are going to read Isaiah 55, 6 through 56, 8. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous one his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord so he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. It is a declaration of the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, without having watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to sow and bread to eat. So my word will be that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me in vain, but will accomplish what I intend and will succeed in what I send it for. Yes, you will go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth before you singing, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, a cypress will come up, and instead of the briar, a myrtle will come up, and it will be a memorial to the Lord as an everlasting sign that will never be cut off. Thus says the Lord, Preserve justice, do righteousness, for my salvation is about to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the one who does this, the Son of Man who takes hold of it, who keeps from profaning Shabbat, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Do not let a son of a foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord say, The Lord will surely exclude me from his people. Nor let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For thus says the Lord, To the eunuchs who keep my Shabbatot, who choose what pleases me, and hold fast my covenant, I will give to them in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name, better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Also the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, to minister to him, and to love the name of the Lord, and to be his servants. All who keep from profaning Shabbat, and hold fast to my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain, and let them rejoice in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar." 
For my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Lord God, who gathers the dispersed of Israel, declares, I will gather still others to him, to those already gathered. That was Isaiah 55, 6 through 56, 8. And um, you might see how that is very fitting with a day of fasting, those readings that we just read. Uh, Well, that is it for today for our episode. I just want to wish you all a blessed day today. I pray that the Word of God has encouraged you. I am sitting here up in the Galilee today, not in my normal spot, overlooking the beautiful Sea of Galilee and the green, green, rain-drenched hills. And so a very peaceful sight in spite of all that is coming and happening in our country right now. But I wish you all a blessed day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from the Galilee in Israel. Until next time. Thank you.